Welcome everybody, Mason Goodnight here, again with another episode of Core Issues, where we discuss those things that are core to the Christian faith and how those things affect us daily. Hopefully we'll be blessed today as you see this starting out here today. What we have is the core website for our main ministry, Core Community Outreach Evangelism Ministries. So hopefully as you see that there, that's playing well there. I'm going to check this out here. coming over good there so if you have any questions you would like to hop on you want to learn anything about core ministries in general things we do all over the place come to repentanceandbelief.com and you'll come to this webpage this is the about core page we have stuff about abortion abolitionism we have stuff about evangelism we have just all kinds of stuff in here so I mean anything you could think of that uh, has to do with anything to do with uh, the gospel evangelism outreach we have got it here we got lots of sections um, I do believe we have the most uh, in-depth most covered abolitionism um, clearinghouse page of anybody out there so if you'd like to check that out please go by and check out the core repentance and belief webpage next I'd like you to see and think about anchor FM by Spotify really appreciate these guys over here they are who uh, publishes this podcast in audio form. So if you don't like to watch it, you like to catch the audio podcast. It is published by for free by Anchor FM, run by Spotify. And so you can hear this on just about any place you want to listen to your podcasts. It's picked up and shown, it's uh, played out on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, of course, and even the RSS feed. So if you want to check out Core Issues audio and you just want to pick it up in your podcast feed, feel free to load it there. And again, thank you to Anchor FM for all their free podcasting services. It's been really cool. I do not have every episode up there yet. Um, a few that I have in the can, but I have not put them on the audio podcast. But of course, all of them are streamed live here on Facebook Live. So if you're going to catch one of these podcasts, you will always catch them on Facebook if you want to see the video and I recommend the video not because I'm some great to look at but many people wonder about proof and um, information and want to ask well where you got proof of this stuff about vaccines where you got proof about this about anything you're talking about and it's helpful to have visuals and have video and I make sure to do that here on these screens so as you're watching this you can actually see the website you can see the actual text you can see everything that I'm talking about and actually know oh, there it is yes I do see it oh what meets the eye there is proof right there so that's helpful to a lot of people and it helps uh, show it to other people and plus you can find that stuff yourself look at the web pages and just see it there and I'm trying to do the work for you so you don't have to do all that but if you want to and you want to see it and go okay yeah and then you can match the two and go yeah that's what he was showing and and I put them up here too because who knows some of these things get scrubbed from the net they get taken down so at least if you watch this podcast if it doesn't get taken down you can uh, at least see what was there if it ever gets taken away so anyway that's what I'm uh, dealing with. That's why I do the video podcasts, and I hope it is a blessing. I know some people have said it has been. I hope it continues to be. <sighs> I've done a lot of podcasts on the COVID-19 vaccines and the issues attached to them. The reason why um, I am now doing another one <clears throat> is because in recent times, I've had a lot of people ask me, you know, where's your stuff do you have proof do you have the you know links and do you have pictures and I sh I've been showing them to all my episodes the main ones I'm pointing to is episodes eight and nine but I just went through today and looked back and realized actually my whole first episode was about it my fourth episode 
was about it. Even the fifth one, dealing with Todd Friel, response to Todd Friel's thing, which I'll touch on briefly here today, also dealt with them. But uh, a lot of people have been not being able to see the logical working out of this, especially with, uh, as you see behind me on this screen, the Pfizer and Moderna mRNA vaccines. They've had trouble seemingly seeing that there's a evil connection between testing on aborted fetal cell lines um, that they they don't have a problem with that it seems as they do with the problem with uh, Johnson & Johnson actually using the cell lines for production of their vaccine and I want to show and walk out the logic on this and so I think it's always helpful to have visuals so I want to help people out with that so what I've done is I put together a um, flowchart from the murder all the way to the uh, product being coming out at the end and to show where these line up and show how uh, the logic just walks out that this is something we would not accept in any other circumstance and uh, yet we do with preborn image bearers and I've said this before and I'll say it again and I want to make it really clear here the reason why the mass majority of evangelicals um, are hearing from their evangelical leaders uh, and I mean big name people I haven't did a Believe brief show on that, I believe. I don't know if I've seen. I know I did something on it, but I haven't seen it in my links. <laughs> so maybe I'll put it somewhere. I don't know. Anyway, uh, big evangelical leaders, people that you all know by name. One, uh, Pat Robertson, running the Seven Hundred Club. And again, don't don't take this as that I don't appreciate anything anybody's ever done. Uh, I'm not a big fan. I'd say Robertson's probably I'm least fan of him. He's bungled a lot of things over the years, but he's very well known. Runs the Seven Hundred Club, and uh, part of the whole. Um, religious right movement coming up and taking on things like abortion back in the 80s uh very prominent well pat robertson gets on the show and i showed in the video where he's just all oh i think it's great i take the j and j shot he takes the one that's directly actually used to produce the vaccine in the fetal cell lines and he's touting it as great and wonderful and thinks everybody should do it uh franklin graham who everybody knows through samaritan's purse and again i, I appreciate samaritan's purse do the uh Operation Christmas Child, things like that, and yet Franklin Graham uh, saying, hey, you know, it's kind of like taking an aspirin. My father always wanted people to be healthy, and he's talking about Billy Graham and all that, and just ridiculous support of the vaccines, saying going to get him, just make it horrible um, connections. And then the worst of the, the bunch that really upset me the most because I respect him the most as a Bible teacher was uh, John MacArthur and his... Um, in a question and answer session telling a lady who was asking if the what he knew about the you know the COVID-19 vaccines whether she'd take them or not and, and she actually asked about the aborted fetuses and things in them and he said you know rightly it's a bunch of scams and he said you know it's it's really ridiculous and there's no good thing to them and it's all about money blah 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 but in the end he said you know I get things shot at me to go do ministry work and I don't even know what's in them you know I just do that all the time people kind of laugh and he said so you know I'm gonna you know if I have to go somewhere to do it you know, I'll take whatever they're gonna shoot me with Blah, blah, blah. And uh, then she's like, she was justified. And he justified her. And she's like, yeah, well, I'm going to see my kids. And yeah, I'm, thank you for that. And so yeah, I'm going to travel. I'm older. I don't care. I'm going to get it. And it was like, man, that's so sad. So sad. But it's but that's why it's so prolific because we're not hearing it from um, the church. Sadly, we're not also hearing it from the conservative right. And pff, rightly so. I mean, they're, they should be the obviously the lower rung of the church. But sadly, many uh, church folks watch more Fox News and different conservative pundits than they do. Um, even evangelical leaders, so that's the sad part. So they're not getting it from there. They're fine with that as well. So, so again, it's understandable, but it doesn't mean that it's right.
We have to walk these things out logically. We have to walk these things out in light of Scripture. And so I put together some um, things here to help us do that. I made a chart, and I wanted to show this chart because I think it's a real easy um, logical flow chart, and I hope it will help you to walk out these issues in a simple way and you can show it to people if they have trouble with this because I do want to help folks I want to help us to walk this out rightly see the error in our thinking and understand why this is wrong and why we need to not take part in these vaccines because of what they do because of what they are so quick sip there let's pull this up murder to product here we go I'll scoot over here so let's let's walk this out we have a murderer and a victim murderer victim very clear all right this is a born victim this is an adult teen somebody who is out of the womb this is a born victim so we have them the murderer killing the victim the victim now is dead if this was bigger you could see the little x for the uh stick figure eyes huh, let's just make it bigger you don't need to see me as much let's just walk through these then we go over to you get the victim and then you get the victim's body parts organs tissue cells and, that, and that's what we have to understand folks it's cells uh, tissue uh, bones all these things are body parts when they talk about fetal cell lines like heck 293 uh, merc 5 uh, y a4 whatever y36 a4 whatever there's all these different names for cell lines of of murder babies they're talking about cell lines and they and they they try to uh, make a straw man. They start to set up their straw man and burn it up when you'll see these ads. Though, and they mislead a lot of Christians. Willingly, they're trying to do this, where you'll see these um, these question and answer things show up online, and they'll say, "Are vaccines made with made with uh, fetal tissue?" And they say, "No, they are not made with fetal tissue." And then they go on to explain in the small print that. Now, they were many vaccines, not just the COVID-19 vaccines made by Johnson Johnson, but many vaccines throughout history have been made using uh, fetal cell lines. And so they break it down and go, not tissue, just cell lines. Now, friends, that's, a, that's playing with words there. What we need to focus on and what I, what I focus on, you see it there the way I wrote it, I got it focused on victim body parts. Now, and that sounds more gruesome, and it should be, and it should be known to be that way because it doesn't play with words. Let's understand, friends. Every bit of your body, down to your DNA, the building blocks of your reality, down to your DNA, down to your cells and the cell lines that they're using from aborted babies are body parts. They're part of your body. It doesn't matter how small the part is, it is still a part of the whole. What happens if you remove all your cells? Hey, we're made up of cells in every part of us, therefore we would not exist. So friends, don't let them play games with words. Don't let them distract you by saying, well, we don't use tissue, we use cell lines. And people like Moderna and Pfizer would say, we don't even use them to produce a vaccine, we only test with them. Well, friends, nowhere in this world still, I, I don't think, but definitely not in this country, not in America, are murder victims able to have their body parts used against their will, because, you know, they're dead and they can't consent to that, to use their body parts of any size to then be carried out by scientists, researchers, and companies to develop, test, or produce... And that's what's happening. That's what happened with COVID-19, that scientists and researchers working for companies are 
doing these three things in every single one of the vaccines, Johnson & Johnson, Moderna, Pfizer, every one of them are using fetal cell lines, which they extract from fetal tissue. Just to give you an idea, the main one used in um, both Pfizer and Moderna's things is called the HEC-293. And you may go, well, what does HEC mean? Is that some scientific term? No, it's very simple. It's a, it's a shortened version of the three words that make up the H-E-K. That's why it's, they're all capitalized. Human, embryonic, meaning baby, kidney cells. Human embryonic kidney cells. That's what the HEC-293 line is. Murdered babies, murdered image bearers of gods, had cell lines pulled out of kidneys and are using those cell lines. So you can even see here, I got a kidney even there in the organ chart. And then cells, they're being pulled out. And they use their cells out of the kidneys to develop when, as they're doing early development of their vaccines, of their products. And that's why I say products over here, because we'll talk about that a little bit, to develop and then they test they test on them, some of them, and places like Johnson Johnson go further. They don't just use them for development and testing. They actually produce their vaccine using the uh, cell lines of the aborted, murdered image bearers of God. So we have this walkout. Now, again, here we are with the adults, a murderer and a victim, murderer, victim, born victim, child, adult, whoever, but they're born. We are not allowed legally to take an unwilling victim of murders, body parts, and do what we want with them to develop, test, produce products. Notice the products I have here, vaccines, meds, etc. And I say etc. because we're talking about not just medical things. They've even been used in so much things as um, even even beyond just cell lines. I'm just starting to see some research. Uh, some stuff has been out for a while, and I may, uh, may do those on another uh, show and I just don't want to get in depth here but we're talking more than just vaccines we're talking meds we're talking about even like skincare products and things using not just cell lines to test not just cell lines to develop but actual actual possible tissue parts in them that's how gross and sick it is and I'm not even getting into the, um, la the humanized mice and all this other stuff which we do show and I've shown in other episodes where um, they're tied into the actual using mice to test these uh, vaccines on and I have proof of that as well. So we can see that. You can watch my other shows to see all that if you want to. Um, and I may go over some different things there. But let's, I just want to lay this out. So here's the walkout. No one, no one doubts this. Adults, a murdered, born victim cannot be used for testing, developing, or producing any medical products or any products whatsoever. You cannot use it. It's unethical. We, of course, don't allow that. That's what Nazis did with the Jews back in Germany. That is what people did, you know, on unethical and wicked terms, but it is not legal. It is definitely not allowed for born victims. We don't allow that. Now, they did that back, and that's been condemned now, too, if you know anything about the COVID vaccine stuff. You've also heard of the HeLa cells, and those were taken from a dead... Um, black woman and many black people were upset about that that her um, cell lines from her um, disease that she had I think it had to do with a kidney thing possibly but she died and they used her body parts her cell lines to do research and they still are to this day without her permission and now mind you they're mad about that and rightly so and she wasn't even murdered she just died of a disease and they just used her parts without their permission so we're taking it a step further we're talking about you can't murder people you can't willfully murder someone and then use their body parts to test, develop, or produce products. You just can't do it. Not with born people. However, when you come down here to the preborn, notice I have murderers, plural, and notice that the arrows pointing to the murderers, we have it pointed to the uh, doctor, who is the hired hitman, to murder, and then you have it pointed to the woman, who is the mother, who is willfully coming there 
to pay for this murder of her preborn child, which you see the victim in her stomach. That is what's happening in an abortion. And yes, yes, I'm not going to detract from and say that there's never a victim of woman. Of course, sex trafficking, of course, um, literally over in China where they will run women down who are trying to escape the abortionists who will grab them and hold her down, strap her down so that they can murder the child. That type of stuff had happened in the past. Um, yes, we're not talking about that. Yes, there are victims. But anybody who spent any time outside of an abortion mill, and I've spent several, several, several hours on countless, countless abortion mills, and I can tell you the mass majority, I've never seen a woman go in there against their will, never once, um, and I see them going in proudly, flipping us off, mocking, joyfully re uh, rejoicing in murdering their baby, saying all kinds of foul things. The mass majority in the high 99 percentiles are women who are not being forced. They are not victims. They are murderers, and sadly, the pro-life industry has painted them as second victims. We need to get past that. I highly recommend the website, notavictim.com. Check that out. You see all kinds of evidence. Watch Babies Are Murdered here, too. You can see that as well. But anyway, so here we go. So we've got the murderers and the victim. And here we go. Here's our preborn victim, the little baby here. Here's the little baby's cell lines, organs, tissues. And like I said, it isn't just cell lines. They're not just using cell lines. Because we've let this wickedness, the wickedness of abortion continue, because we've let this barbaric practice of murdering image bearers of God in the womb continue, then... Research and work done by scientists, researchers, and companies is done on their organs, their body parts. And we're talking about right now, like in another show I showed, not even just taking cell lines, not even just producing from cell lines, but they're actually taking the scalps off of second trimester babies and sewing them onto mice to test them. That's by um, NIH, your National Institute of Health, led by supposed Christian Francis Collins and promoted by and working on by Dr. Fauci. You've got actual scalps of babies being torn off their murdered bodies and sewn onto mice to test on them. You also have their organs taken out of second trimester, murdered image bearers, little babies, and taken out and sewn into the inside of mice to test on them the efficacy of drugs and uh, vaccines and treatments like that. Yes, that is taking place. That is being done. That's the type of research and testing and development is taking place because we have let the barbaric practice of murdering image bearers in the womb take place. We as Christians, the church has been too silent, we have been too apathetic, and because we have not raised our voice, because it isn't spoken of from the pulpits, because it isn't made a point, and because we've compromised and had a deal with it, we haven't treated them like humans, we haven't given them equal justice and equal protection, therefore, those babies are still dying, being murdered in the womb, and their body parts being used, and everybody is defending it's okay, and you get the Pope saying it's okay, which I don't care because he's Roman Catholic and he's apostate anyway, especially this Pope, and I don't care what Billy Graham or Franklin Graham or John MacArthur or uh, Pat Robertson or anybody else says when they say, hey, you know, you do what you got to do. We would never speak that way about a murdered born person, but we do that and it comes to fruition all the time with murdered pre-born image bearers of God. This takes place. So I hope you can see this chart and see the, see the total hypocrisy in this, knowing that this does not take place, this top part. You don't see it. It doesn't take place. It's illegal. It's criminal. You can't do that. Down here, we see it happen every day and now all the more funded by our government. So all these vaccines, all these treatment, all three of the vaccines here in America right now are all brought about through this process, through taking murdered image bearers of God and taking their body parts 
and using them to create vaccines and products to use. And I say products here and medical products here to make another um, key clear. Maybe you remember uh, Trump and the liberal media getting upset with him, and, and rightly so to the hypocrisy, saying that you know his Regeneron treatment was also brought about through lab testing on murdered preborn image bearers. That's how that product was tested before delivered. So just like Moderna and Pfizer, uh, the Regeneron treatment is also a product of murdered image bearers of God. Okay, that's how it came to be. Think this out, friends. I just want you to think this out. This is where uh, you need to think. I want you to really dig in. Some people are having trouble with this. Going all the way back here. Think on this. People are trying to say what happened so long ago no more, no, and they'll use this line a lot. No new babies are being murdered. This is all old murders. They don't call it murders, of course, but these are all old situations. Well, mind you, they're still doing it because of the proliferation of continued murder in the womb. Therefore, we're still doing these experiments and stuff going on every day with this. Still happening. You all know the the Daladin and all the exposure of Planned Parenthood selling body parts for years ago. You know it's still happening. That's not even an argument. No one's hiding that. They just don't want to think about it. Regardless of the current stuff, using these cell lines, using these parts now, they're trying to say, well, that happened so long ago. It really, it really doesn't, it, it's really not even like doing anything to humans, not hurting any humans, not doing anything ethically wrong. My friends, remember, we found Nazis who escaped. We found them even in the last few years, seen them in the news the last couple of years about finding some that people were shocked. We found them in the last five years or so living in countries like Brazil and other places where I think one was up in New York even. And you know they're brought they're brought to trial for their war crimes even seventy years later. Murder has no expiration date. It has no statute of limitation. We'll always pursue a murderer and always bring them to justice. We'll do that for born people. And therefore, you can't use their body parts in experiments and testing because you cannot use the fruit of the poison tree. It is absolutely immoral. It's criminal. You can't do it. It's not allowed. You're just like, you know, hey, Jeffrey Dahmer, you can't just kill people. You can't kill them or eat them. That's also a crime. You know, you can't, um, uh, there are all kinds of crimes on uh, however you label them of um, abusing a corpse. <laughs> That's just simple stuff. You can't do that with adults. But... We'll pay money for it, for preborn image bearers. Christians, you're the only ones that really need to get this right. The world needs to, and they're going to be held accountable for their sin. They're under the law, no doubt. But you have the great burden of the Spirit of God living within you to tell you this is true. This should ring true with your spirit. This cannot be done. This must not be done. So remember, it doesn't matter how long ago it was. It doesn't matter how many times it's been reproduced. They're saying, oh, well, these cell lines are not from the real baby. They've just been re reproduced friends. However you want to explain or try to justify the um, cloning of those cell lines, which is basically what it is, recloning. It's reproducing, re, uh, reproducing uh, those cell lines year after year, decade after decade. Let's make this very clear. These are human body parts. Those cell lines are human. Now, they may be being cultured outside of the human body now, but they came from a human body. They came from human kidney cells. They came from eye cells. They came from lung cells. They came from tissue. They came from image bearers of God who were murdered for their body parts. They came from them, and now they're being kept alive and reproduced over and over and over again because we let the travesty continue. Now, here's the proof. They have not been able to synthesize these. Life is God's business. 
life is beyond our ability to create. We have not been able to create life outside of a man and a woman having a baby. We have not been able to produce life. We may be able to clone it even. We've been talking about those things. Maybe some deep, dark places they've actually done that. But they start with the parts that God gave us in men and women. They are not able to make human parts, no matter whether they be cell lines or arms. These are not synthetic. Simple fact. If every one of those cell lines, every one of them, that was harvested from murdered image bearers of God were laid to rest rightly as they should be. They should be laid to rest in an honorable and God-honoring, God-fearing way so that they are never used again. You know what would happen? They would never be able to use them again. They do not have synthetic copies. These are not just things that come from nothing. They're continually coming from their human parts. Those human parts keep reproducing because God made them amazingly to be able to reproduce. That's how we grow. That's how we live. That's how we repair our bodies. They reproduce and they give them enough nutrients. They give them enough treatment. They give them enough parts that they need to keep them alive. And those body parts keep reproducing. And so those cell lines continue. But if you got rid of all of them, no one would be able to make them on their own. They would have to go out and get them from more murdered babies. And they would be called a new cell line. That's why we do have other cell lines. That's why we have more cell lines. More cell lines are coming to be every day because we continue the wickedness of the justification of the murder of image bearers of God. Get that in your heads, friends. Understand this. There is no just way to use those cell lines. As there is no just way to use the cell lines, the organs, the hair, the body parts of any born murder victim, there is no way to ethically use the parts of a, of a pre-born murder victim. Now, I think, I've, I think I've bewailed that point enough. If you want to see, I'm gonna, I'll stretch the chart out again if you want to just see that real close. If you want me to send you a copy of the chart, I'll be happy to do that for you. But I do want to touch on one argument that has been brought against this. One argument that folks have brought um, to try to combat this, and this was brought up and Todd Friel tried to address it, and I addressed a whole show with it, and I'm not going to do that all over again. You can go watch show five, episode five on this if you want to see me refute that, but I will get to a real brief look at that right here. So let's pull that up. Let's go over what um, I dealt with with Todd's a while ago, and I'll go over it real quickly. Because people have said, well, what about people who get like uh, get in a car accident and they die and you use their body parts for people so that they can live? You know, you use the body parts up and Todd Really, I'm sadly, he's a smart guy. He's done really great stuff. I've appreciated a lot of Todd's stuff over the years. But that he actually missed so much of the logic in this was really sad. And it shows because he's, he's a big follower of Big Eva, a big fan of MacArthur, and he tried, takes the whole same line like that. Um, and he's been bamboozled willfully. He didn't, he didn't think this out well. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you this here. This little chart I made for him maybe help help you with the physical seeing of this one as well. Um, murdered baby versus drunk driver analogy breakdown, why it breaks down. Number one, murdered baby. It's accepted by society. Abortion is accepted. 
the murder of preborn image bearers is accepted in the society is fine. Obviously, people can go do and have an abortion in any state in this union right now because we have been cowards, we have been wicked, we have failed to follow God's law or our constitution and allowed this wickedness to continue. So murdered babies accepted by society happens every day. Murdered teen denounced by society, denounced everywhere. It doesn't land on the philosophical end. You can't murder teens, it'll be denounced by society. You can't murder teens, you can't murder adults, you can't murder kids, you can't murder born people. It's called murder, it's known as murder. Very simple breakdown right there. Murdering mother. The mother who murders her baby and uses a hitman to do it, she has the intent to murder, she has the intent to go and abort that baby for whatever her reasons are, and that is what's called a murder when you have malice aforethought planned to take that person's life and yes that is a person is a human being that is the intent and we have found in many situations where some women are actually encouraged in their murder to help help their conscience to actually sign forms saying that they will allow this baby that's been murdered to be used in medical research and to some people will have them sign that to help them feel good about themselves and they may be helping cure someone else's disease by murdering their own child and using their body parts which again you can't do you can't murder someone who's born and do that the murderer doesn't get to choose to let the murdered person's parts be used that's ridiculous we don't even think about that but the inanity that we actually let that happen with murdering mothers it does happen and if not they just do it anyway and sell off parts and you know you know the whole Daladin thing and all those things again. Key, drunk driver. No intent, no murder. That's why someone in law enforcement knows this, and if you want to look it up, it's not hard to find out. The mass majority of drunk drivers have no intent to murder anybody. Negligent? Sinful? Definitely. Wicked? Especially if you've done it more than once? Yes, definitely. But what happens when they get in an accident and they kill somebody? You know what it's called? You know what they get convicted of? They go to trial it's usually something called criminally negligent homicide negligence no intent to murder negligence gross negligent wicked sinful negligence evil and i believe they should get more than they get and they usually get a year or two of prison for murdering someone because it's not murder they kill them but they don't murder them because murder is malice aforethought they don't go out and get drunk with the thought i'm gonna get loaded and i'm gonna go out and kill somebody on the way home driving that's not what they do they don't go out with the intent to murder so it breaks down there is no intent if you don't have intent you do not have the crime of murder it breaks down there as well murder baby no voice no choice the murder baby has no ability to donate their parts to science to organ donors they don't have any choice to do that their mother who murders them can in this wicked country but the baby can't the killed teen the killed adult they have themselves they can be organ donors sign up on their license to donate their organs if they die in some type of accident have something horrible happen to them and the family gets to choose on that if they're still around and they're an, and they're an adult and they don't have someone to speak for them if it's an adult often the wife or the husband or even the children will be consulted by the family if it isn't clearly put out in any way shape or form that hey we lost your family they died on the operating table again that's another key thing to focus on when they die like because they're rushed to the hospital to try to save them they're not murdered by the supposed doctor they're brought to the hospital to try to save them and when they fail to save their life the family has to determine did they want their body parts used and i believe the family can be balk even if it's an organ donor i think they could balk against that I don't know how it comes in every state, but people come talk to them about that. Doctors want to make sure that's taken care of. There's choice involved. 
because and the victim isn't murdered but even if they are there's choice involved with the family but you don't hear about murdered victims having that the children are brought home and laid to rest people get the child to bury them cremate them do whatever they feel their conscience sees fit to lay them to rest no matter what happens even if the family does choose or it's been written down in their will or organ donor card it's the choice of the murdered not the murderer the victim chooses or the victim's family chooses not the murderer the murderer does not choose to use their parts for science whether it's for testing or whether it's for production or whether it's just for, for development none of those reasons do the murderer get to choose that COVID-19 vaccine not life and death for the mass majority we know statistically over 99% do not die from this 80 odd percent are asymptomatic this is not a life and death vaccine in 99 point something percent of the cases organ transplants are pretty much life and death that's why they're on an organ donor waiting list and until they get that organ they're probably going to die on the rare cases they may be on permanent lifetime dialysis which will bring their life to a close much earlier often but organ transplants usually are for people who are going to die if they do not get that organ soon. It's life and death. It's a different, different weight in that situation as well. Fetal cell research helps justify baby murder. It does, obviously. People are justifying it right now. Your pastors, your leaders, your conservative leaders are saying this is a good thing because it's helping keep people safe. You're loving your neighbor. Fetal research, murdered image bearers of God, their fetal cell research, their use in vaccines and other products are being justified in saying this is a good thing that we murder babies because it helps us live better. It's all about selfishness. It's all about doing exactly what Paul says we must not do in Romans 3, 8. Heaven forbid that we should do evil, that good may come. It's slanderous and condemnable for anybody to speak of Christians thinking that, let alone for Christians to think that way. And yet we are. Our leaders are. We are. Sick and sad, friends. This fetal cell research, this using them for production, for testing, for vaccination is wicked. It justifies murder. It helps them justify murder, not in God's eyes, not in the eyes of our Constitution, but in the eyes of wicked men and women and lackadaisical, apathetic, even Christians. It does. Organ donors, on the other hand, voluntarily help others. They voluntary and they help others. You put your name, you volunteer to put your name on the organ donor card when you get your license. You put it in your will or however you, you become a, you, whatever it is you deal with your medical decisions and your family, it's voluntary by the victims and their families. It's not forced, it's not chosen by the murderer. So my friends, I hope... I hope I don't have to bewail this. I don't have to hope I don't have to spend a lot of time going over this. I think I did enough with it. I just want us to remember this issue. Everything that happens with these vaccines, every one of these um, vaccines, many of these products, like I said, I may go into in a later show. These vaccines, these products are produced, tested, and or Developed, and developed should be the front, that's why I have it in the right order in there. Development, that they use them in the development of the vaccine. Testing is part of that development, sometimes different parts of the development, they use them. And then they produce it, and some after the producing of it will also test the final product in there, dealing with that. Some way, shape, or form, they're testing it. But again, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter for what reason and what stage you take a murdered image bearers of God's body parts and use them. 
It's illegal. It's the fruit of the poison tree. It would not be allowed for any other human, and it must not be allowed for this. They do not have a voice, so we therefore must be their voice as God says we must. We must speak what is just, what is right, what is true. We Christians are the only ones who have this. Others will. The Roman Catholics, some of them will. And they don't even have the true gospel. Some atheists will say, this is wrong, you shouldn't do this. But Christians, we must be the loud, sure voice on this, that there is no ethical, justifiable, moral way to use murdered image bearers' body parts. You cannot. The only right use of them is to lay them to a peaceful rest. Stop experimenting on them. Stop producing products with them. Stop their use. Lay them to a decent rest. I don't know if that means burial. You think something in that line. <laughs> their cell lines are small air. They have to be gathered up and ethically, morally laid to rest for the glory of God, for the comfort of those families that may still remember, may still be attached to those, know the names, are connected. We can still research and find which countries they came from, what age they were. You can look up and see all that information. It's available widely. But it doesn't matter if another single person remembers. We know what they are. We know how they came to be. They were murdered by their mothers, some with the intent that we're seeing now for research. But again, regardless... We cannot rightly, justly use murdered image bearers of God's body parts for anything. I hope we can agree on that, Christians. I hope we can agree on that. If we can't, I don't know where you're getting it from. You're getting it from, I believe, uh, popular voices. I believe you're getting it from um, failed logical reasoning. But I hope this is enough to walk it out. So anyway... For those watching, thank you. I see a few that are uh, tuned in here. Appreciate you checking in. I don't see any questions. Hopefully they kept this one relatively short, under an hour at least. And I uh, pray that this is uh, something that's helped you out. Maybe it will help others walk this out. And as we go further, I will try to put on um, maybe a show dealing with the uh, different things. More things I'm learning about. Uh, more wickedness of other products that are being used, that are being tested on, that are being produced with murdered image bearers of God's parts that we don't do with anybody else. God bless you all. Have a great day.